Hello and welcome to Film Inquiries, the latest. This is a podcast series tackling the latest movie news, movie trends, and movie releases. I'm your host, Jesse Nussman. And on and the I'm other, not. <laughs> on the other line, a- attempting to flag down the mailman to send his Golden Globes back to the a- HFPA is uh, Hunter Howman. Listen, they gave one to Aaron Taylor Johnson for nocturnal animals. They'll give one to anybody. Uh, I'm not sending that thing back. You know how valuable that thing's going to be in six months? I'm going to sell it to some alt-right dude online who they're eventually going to turn this into some sort of crusade against it. And you know, weird conservative people will pay a lot of money for anything resembling, like, heritage racism and the... The Golden Globes are about to be, like, the next Confederate statues. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, go to, you know, those little, like, uh, random antique stores that, you know, you'll be, you'll be shopping around and be like, oh, a nice, like, leather, kind of worn-in leather jacket, be like, oh, here's this old Coke sign, and then you'll turn the corner and there's, like, some, like, Oh, here's, <laughs> here's Claire Danes' 1995 Golden Globe for my so-called life. Interesting. It's, like... It's it's right next to the, uh, lawn jockey. Yeah, but, like... Oh, God, could you imagine... Oh, that's gonna be the new gay thing. It's gonna be, like, collecting people's Golden Globes. Like, that's gonna be, like, the new, like... You know, when you enter, like, a rich drag queen's house, there's gonna be, like, a collection of, like... Well, this one was uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's. Like, just like really rare, weird ones. What's What's the globe that you would want to like in all of history I that you would want to pick up at, at at one of these antique stores? Ooh, I would say. I mean, the Aaron Taylor Johnson one. I always keep talking about it because it's so weird. Because like he wasn't nominated for anything else, and he wasn't even the performance in the film that like ev- like didn't even. Yeah. Get nominated. It was it was uh what's it called that year? Um uh, Michael Shannon got nominated. Michael Shannon, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I would want the I maybe would want like a really bad one like that, but I also feel like I would want like remember that year that Kate Winslet won both Best Actress in a Drama and Best Supporting Actress? Oh, it was get, like get, in, it, get it, them in a pair. Yeah, it was like in the same year, and like I remember, I specifically remember her going up there and being like, I'm so sorry, y'all. Like, I know I've been up here multiple times. I feel like that would be like a good one to get, but knowing me, I mean, I literally have a Grease 2 poster right behind me. Like, it's very much so... I'm gonna get the one that's the funniest. Yeah, I wanna I wanna get one that like doesn't make sense. Like I don't know why this yeah. is the thing that comes to mind, but like can I get Christian Bale's best actor in a comedy series for Vice or something like that? Something that yeah. like doesn't make sense on paper is be like, that's not a comedy. I wish like I don't know. I really wish that a lot of the nominees could get statues. Cause I would love to get like um like the weird nomination ones like one oh, for like yeah. one for music one for like the tourist oh um, the tourist yeah like it's just just weird weird shit it's it's just I actually watched The Tourist for the first time last year during I've quarantine. I've never seen it, it's and so I don't bad. want to. It's, it's like like I was like it can't be that bad. I mean, people probably just like shat on it cuz it was like nominated for the the Globes Comedy Award, and I was like, oh, and like no, it this was around like... the time that like Johnny Depp was getting a little like not as cool 
cool anymore. But then it was like, oh, wait, no, it's not because we don't like Johnny Depp. It's because this movie sucks. It's really, it's, it's really, really terrible. Um, but why, why, so I'm sure the listeners are wondering, why are we talking about the, the Golden Globes? Well, we're kind of doing a bit of an emergency sort of midweek episode, um, basically because the, there was a big announcement on Monday that... We're going to shove it into the Stevie Wonder (laughs) in memoriam that happened at the Oscars two weeks ago. (laughs) Yes. Um, just kidding. They're not going away. They're coming back on Newsmax next year, probably. (laughs) Uh, so many Newsmax jobs out there. As someone, as someone who's in the job boards every day, there's just the Newsmax wow, I jobs wonder, are everywhere. I wonder how why they can't fill them. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I hope we don't get sued. But uh, anyway, so on Monday, NBC announced that they will no long, they will not be airing the Golden Globes in 2022. Um, and this basically coming kind of on the heels of some stuff that we talked about during some of our awards season podcast of, you know, a few months ago, there was this big expose by the LA times that essentially kind of like solidified like a lot of criticism that had, had been floating around for years and years about the globes and the globes has the, the organization that puts on the golden globes, the Hollywood foreign press association, who we love to make fun of on this podcast because they're a ridiculous organization basically came under fire for months and months um, after this expose, although they've really been under fire for years and years. And basically there was just a lot of stuff kind of exposed about questionable financial practices and a lack of diversity and representation in the organization. And the way in Paris. Yes. You know, taking like stuff that could be perceived as bribes and sort of a refusal even within the organization to welcome in new members and to diversify itself. And current members calling black lives matter terrorist organizations <laughs> like i mean it it was kind of one of those things where i felt like every day that i woke up something got worse yes it was like leading up to the nbc announcement it was like for a solid five days it was like a countdown to cancellation type thing where it was just something new every day that was just awful it was a new studio it was a new like someone coming out saying oh we don't we don't fuck with that anymore and it's like really y'all did for 40 years yeah i mean the latest kind of like funny criticism that's been thrown back at them is uh it was also reported monday night that tom cruise returned all three of his golden globe trophies tom cruise has three golden globes that was my first question (laughs) i was like since when but then i remember just the golden globes i mean granted it's not like he hasn't been nominated for oscars he just never finds it i'm i'm gonna look up which what these movies are if i'm i think if i'm correct one was born on the fourth of july one was jerry maguire's gotta be one of them it's gotta be jerry maguire because they probably put that under comedy and then the other one I don't know, probably okay, cocktail okay. So, for something stupid. So so we were correct oh. on, on we were correct on both of those. He did get one for Born on the Fourth of July and Jerry Maguire. Can you guess what the third Magnolia. one is? Magnolia. I'm looking at the IMDb yep. right now. Magnolia. He also got one for The Last Samurai, so I don't really know how much this really says. Well he was he was nom it says here uh, on Google that he was nominated for Last Samurai, which is um bad Still. Movie. I was say movie. still he's still there. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah no it's um i mean it's it's one of the i'm very conflicted about it because it's one of those moments where i'm like yeah the hfpa sucks like this is long overdue however 
let's not pretend like y'all haven't been coming to the Golden Globes for, like, the past 35 years. Like, let's not pretend like you suddenly have just learned about this. Like, everyone has known for quite a long time that the HFPA is fully bullshit. It's just now a lot of the, like, really deep systemic issues regarding discrimination have become, like, less taboo to hate, and now it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, one of these kind of, of a like, perfect... I don't take morality lessons from Tom Cruise. No, it's kind of a perfect, I think, with so many things in the last year since a lot of the protests following George Floyd's death, I think there's kind of been this sort of perfect synthesis of issues that probably that people have kind of been bringing up for years and years and decades before kind of meeting up with a a certain level of engagement and awareness surrounding an issue you know like yeah for example like th- this is a lot of the criticism that people have been kind of now cutting ties with the Hollywood for Press Association for these are not really new things but i think these criticisms are getting brought up again in light of this this sort of like serious i think people try at least attempting or to be more serious about sort of uh racial and representation issues in the last yeah. year whether sincerely or in kind of a, a sort of tossed off corporate like yeah. service way um, i mean i think it's just their refusal to do anything or like to do anything about the things that they brought up they said they were going to but right. they, they weren't there were really no plans to do that we learned that because they submitted their plan and everyone was like what the fuck is this you're not doing that much and it's just kind of one of those things like I think that's the bigger problem. Well, I mean, obviously, there's a ton of different problems right. pertaining to a lot of the people within the organization and what they do, obviously. But, like, you know, it's been a long time coming, and it's been a lot of different things. I don't think it's just that, because I think if we're going off of just, like, they're majority white and a lot of times have, like, very clear racial bias, I mean, the Oscars are going to go down the drain, too. If it's right. if that's solely what it is, because I mean, let's not pretend like the Oscars doesn't have some insane systemic like bias against like black winners, but also like it has to be a very specific type of black winner. You know, it's yeah, gotta be I th- like I think, the, I think this is happening the, to the HFPA because yeah, you know the the Golden Globes, as we have mentioned numerous times, is is sort of the the joke of the. Yeah. Uh, kind of awards, but they season. let you drink at the award show, and that's worth its weight in gold. Right, and even with this NBC announcement, like it's not NBC cutting ties forever, but essentially cutting ties for a year. They will not about air six, the ceremony about six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> or, they're like exciting news. It's not going to be on NBC. It's going to be on NBC and Peacock and MSNBC <laughs> and all of our affiliate channels. We're actually expanding our. <laughs> relationship right. with so it's, it's really more like when you look into it it's like they're giving them a break to kind of for the organization to kind of quote get their shit it's together. also a, it's also a threat and it's yes. like a good one i mean it's not a it's not a negative one it really is like a you fucked around and you did not find out we gave you time to figure things out and you didn't so i mean it can be a death knell if you let it be a death knell Right. But if you get your shit together, it might not be. I think it's going to be though. I don't think the Golden Globes yeah. are coming back. If they are, it's not it's well, I, they might come back, but I don't think anyone's gonna go, which at that point, like, 
literally taking the celebrity aspect away from the Golden Globes is like taking a smoker with stage four cancer off of oxygen. Like, it's their lifeblood. It is, like, yeah. the thing that has kept them alive. It's the reason they do what they do is because they want to rub shoulders with celebrities. They want them to come right. to their shows. And they then at, nom- at, at what point does that, eat, like, if if the show loses the, the sort of celebrity party aspect of it. Then, then who what, cares? What use, what use is it to a network like NBC and then it just sort of fades yeah. away into this weird, obscure thing that maybe you hear about in the trades but is not, like, this big media fanfare that it kind of shouldn't be yeah no and it's just it's just one of those things where it's like that's what that's why people watch the golden globes i just i feel like i watched the globes because i was told that they were relevant and it's like maybe maybe they're just bullshit because i remember even being like 14 i mean if we're talking about the tourists like i remember in 2010 being like that got nominated i don't even pay that much attention to a lot of different things i kind of do my own thing but that got nominated even i knew mm-hmm. and i knew there was something up so it's an organization that doesn't i mean again they will nominate the weirdest dumbest shit just to get the star of it to show up to the show right you know and half the time it's not even worth it it's like it's like i would say compromising their integrity but i don't think they really had it to begin with yeah, I, I, I think this is. I probably agree with you. I think this is sort of like the beginning of the end for this. I saw a lot of people on Twitter kind of uh, suggesting like just move the the SAGs over to NBC, or and, yeah, and and like the make, Critics' Choice, or yeah, p- pump pump more alcohol into the SAGs and then just like add some awards and stuff, and then it like, takes place in California. Just have like dispensary counters there. Just yeah. have people delay, like give this most stuff. Thanks, like just uh, I appreciate it. Just give them that because that's the thing. The thing that does make me sad about the Golden Globes not coming back is solely because it is an agent of chaos, and I appreciate yeah. that. I always appreciate that. I, I, think I will that's... slightly miss the taking perverse satisfaction over like. You know, as someone doing a movie podcast, it's great content for when the Globes just put out, like, a list of really obscure, weird, out there, like, nominations. Yes! Or, like, but also, I love, I love my, I love my colleagues who work in the awards production world, but I do love seeing them. I just like seeing, like, them start to spark, and that's just where their robot dies, is with the Globes. It's just, like, completely just shutting down, and it's just, it's fun, but... You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when, uh, like, your drunk Aunt Kathy, like, becomes born again, and it's just like, you're just not as fun at family reunions anymore. I don't have an Aunt Kathy, but, like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> but, like, what's the fun of the Globes if there can't be celebrities there who are drunk as hell? Yeah. I mean, I suppose we should entertain there is the in my opinion, kind of microscopic chance, because I, I think people are pretty clearly, like, burning their bridges, but, you know, there's the slight possibility of the... Do, can you envision a possibility where the Globes comes back and has sort of, like, fixed all of their issues and all of a sudden now is maybe even something that can overshadow even, like, the Oscars and, like, no. we are in even more in touch? No, no. 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 Yeah, I'm, I, I kind no, of I they, had to entertain the question, but I, I doubt it will happen. They're way too set in their own ways, and I think they're way too up their own asses. Despite the fact that they don't do anything, mm-hmm. like they're not like we don't really know that 
like the people who are in it and obviously the people who are in it i mean what one of the things that was kind of the first sign of like ooh, yikes i mean not the first sign but like recently of like the beginning of the end where you saw it crack where at the oscars where that uh hfpa journalist asked daniel Kaluuya what it was like to work with regina king she votes for these things and she didn't even know that. It was like, and that was like the day after the like email from the other guy came out, like disparaging yeah. Black Lives Matter things. It's just like, y'all could not look more out of touch. And I don't think without completely getting rid of every single person in that organization and starting it anew, like completely new, that's, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I would encourage anyone to just read the Los Angeles Times piece that, you know, has plenty of examples including i think we talked about the emily in paris incident where you know that show kind of got lauded with nominations and then it was revealed like oh so like a large percentage of the hfpa got flown out to paris and sort of put up in hotels and got sort of like behind the scenes access and stuff and so like no wonder that gets so many nominations as they were you know these people are kind of easily bribed or I, I think there's a story i forget if it was in the i'm pretty sure it was in the los angeles times piece of like a woman who was foreign journalist and tried to get into the hfpa and just sort of found all these sort of obscure roadblocks and a just sort of like refusal to add new members to the already like very tightly knit group of people who some of which aren't even actually journalists no and the thing is if you notice every single year you know every year the golden globes they always have like the president or a delegate from the organization coming out or whatever and this year they had three people come out because they had to like a send their like one journalist of color in there there's no black journalist and i think there's probably only one journalist of color they had to send her out to like take the front of it but like you could i mean every year they're the same people, and they are progressively... Do you remember that episode of Spongebob where they go and sell the chocolate, and they go to that old woman's house, and she's like, is your mother home? Chocolate. Yeah, it's like, is your mother home? Ma, they're selling chocolate. That line is, like, progressively what it looks like. It's like, oh, look, they're old, but someone else is coming out, and they're even older. And it's like, who is voting in this organization? Are they all 90 years old? And it's like, yeah, because if you have watched the Golden Globes for... A certain period of time you know these people don't change they're the same people who come out and give the same stupid speech every year it's pee break every year for the golden globes and it's just like uh this is tiring so yeah you just you i it doesn't surprise me in the absolute slightest because it's one of those things where i feel like it's just it, it <sighs> It's people who just want to continue getting the nice things that they've gotten over the course of their career. And while I can't blame them, because, like, I would probably also want to continually be flown to Paris to, you know, just in exchange for a quick vote, you know. And especially if, like, I didn't care that much about my job, like, some of these people obviously do because they don't do any of the homework before going into these major, like, post-Oscars, like, question question and answer sessions where they straight up like ask the black winner what it was like to work with the director who worked with the other black nominee it's like Mm -hmm. you know if i could care that little about my job and still be able to be in a high-ranking organization i can't say that i probably wouldn't do the same thing however 
now it's becoming very clear that they have no interest, even in the face of complete just cancellation. Yeah. It's like they will go down with this ship. And it's 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 kinda sad because, you know, like I said, it's it it sucks to see um an agent of chaos like that go down, but it's also one of those things where it's like there's a difference between harmless chaos and truly corrupt, gross, yeah. like, nastiness. And I think they are holding on to that part quite mm-hmm. a bit. When I don't think that, like, it's, it, the thing is, it's not that hard. That's the thing that drives me crazy. It's like, y'all are acting like you have to give your firstborn children, or I guess in this case, great, 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 great grandchildren. Mm-hmm. up to like the sun god to keep your post and it's like you don't you just have to be less of you guys have to collectively be less of an asshole right and it's like y'all are having trouble with that so maybe we don't need to pay attention or value your opinions yeah i think i think i i know few if any journalists in the entertainment sphere that are d- did not take a sort of like leap of joy and are not sort of satisfied it, with the sort of likely scenario that or I, let's just entertain say hypothetical scenario of like that the the globe sort of like fall off the cliff of the mountain and into yeah. the ocean i and, mean it's it's like seeing a bully get beat up it's like yeah it sucks that that's happening to you but let's not pretend like you had you didn't invite that energy Right. Or, like, this consequence to your action into the world. And, like, you know, like I said before, Drunk Aunt Kathy, yeah, you're glad that she got help, but, you know, on on the baseline, it's like, that. yeah, sure, she'll, she won't be as fun at, at messy gatherings anymore, but also, the world's probably better now that shit's right. gotten fixed. So, so, maybe this is a chance to talk about kind of, like, you know, because I, I went back before we recorded and listened to a brief segment from our post-Oscars podcast that we did, and thought it was pretty funny how we were a little bit more positive than what it seems like the perception actually was in the days behind. And, you know, I think maybe if the gold, Globes are no longer going to be part of the conversation anymore, and, you know, the Oscars hit this historic low numbers. Like, what what do you think just sort of, like, the state of just, like, the award season is? And, like, what what can a show like the Oscars do to sort of, like, fix itself or make itself a, appear a little bit more relevant in the conversation than maybe... Yeah. Like, or, or should it just embrace, like, we're a show for niche... Well, that was my... People. That was my answer was, especially, like, in the absence of the Globes, what do we do now? And my answer is fully just niche shit. And I think in the world of streaming, in the world of uh, just general, like, there's something for everyone, I don't think that that's asking too terribly much. I One that brings to mind for me. Um, that's very up my alley is the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards. It's mm-hmm. the awards every year for horror and genre stuff, mostly horror though, and it airs on Shutter. Mm-hmm. It has a set time. Shutter has live channels, even though they're not like a channel, they're a streaming service. But like, and then you can go back and stream it later. And I think like that's what you're gonna find going forward a little bit more. I think more. 
I think it's going to be less of a collective viewing experience and more like watch what you are interested in. So I think yeah. you're going to see more of like more coverage for the Spirit Awards and maybe a little less coverage for the Oscars. Or at least that's that's what I want to see. I want to see like them. It's tough because it, it, on one hand, I want everything to be represented. But on the other hand, there is kind of like that sick fascination and the big award but i just don't think it needs to have as much weight as it did at least not in the sense of like how the golden globes were like considered like the mini oscars or like the lead up to the oscars but in reality it's just like no these people just have money to spend on nbc yeah i, you know? I think it's i think it's a tricky you know i've been trying to think a lot in the the last couple weeks and i definitely think you know, I I'm probably someone who thinks the Oscars are important. If 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 only important as a like uh, a kind of historical record and a kind of like record yeah. of what Hollywood the industry thinks. Is, it also means like, award important. season is over and we can sleep now. <laughs> yeah, and but you know, also feeling like you know they are in this sort of tricky spot in which they've kind of like opened themselves up to sort of smaller, more idiosyncratic movies. But you know, the sort of big mainstream movies have kind of been out of the conversation, but also big mainstream movies have become more kind of like vanilla and standard. Yeah. And assembly line. Yeah. And it's hard to find, you, you know, I think Wesley Morris was someone who like wrote a lot in his Oscar coverage this year about like, there's no middle like there, the, no. there's there's no middle for even like like forget even like the idea of something like a black panther a kind of like big yeah. giant phenomenon movie that kind of everyone has seen but there there's increasingly it's increasingly rare to get something even like a 1917 or a once upon a time in hollywood movie like a a big studio kind of like mid-budget movie or like yeah. kind of expensive movie but like is not some just corporate piece of IP, but just like people can find that movie and that becomes like a box office phenomenon that people see and people talk about outside of the awards conversation. And I don't know. I, 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 I almost think like, I thought one of the biggest missed opportunities after the show that I, I regret that we didn't talk about was um kind of the absence of, clips and sort of scenes from any of the it, movies which was yeah. like nobody has seen these movies and i get that like no one is watching this show but like you're 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 not giving people an opportunity to be like oh what is this oh this looks interesting i want to see this and, well especially and, when you're putting given you're giving the last award to anthony hopkins right. for a movie that sony pictures classics put out in right. the middle of a pandemic not on demand or anything like that it's like okay so not only do people not know what this or i mean film people did but like mm -hmm. you know not do like regular audiences not really know what this movie is and you're not giving them the chance to do to like see what it is so it's right again it's one of those moments where it does lead to that like what moment when anthony hopkins does win and it's like he did deserve to win, but I know that you probably don't think that because of, you know, both wanting to honor and missing Chadwick Boseman, but also because you've probably never seen this movie. And mm. that's not a dig. That's not saying like, oh my God, these people aren't even seeing the good movies. It's like, 
no, you can't. It's hard to see because the distributor sucks and they yeah. pander to one type of audience member of like older people in bigger cities who care about those niche type of films. And it's like they, it's not just there that it they care about. People in North Carolina don't want to wait two months for the movie to come to their theaters long after the the Oscars have aired, which you know has not been the case this season because mm-hmm. uh, because of the pandemic but i know in a lot of previous award seasons i remember like call me by your name came out like end of december like, I, I i wasn't that like almost it was end of november and it was the... almost march that it came to yeah North i was Carolina about to say, i feel like it was like after the like and guess I... who distributed that one too same, sony pictures classic yeah. they did the same thing with l too which like i feel like uh, uh, well, there I, I La 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 rem- fever. I distinctly but. remember that about the Call Me By Your Name year and sort of like uh, seeing a lot of other journalists like put out yeah. like the frustration of like, I know so many people who want to see this and especially like so many like young people who want to see this. Yeah. And like they can't see it because it's still only playing in like two theaters. So I I don't know what like an exact I don't think there's a de- like definitive like one answer that sort of solves everything. I think. This yeah. is a complicated it's tough. industry problem, but I think like the show needs to start thinking a lot more about like how can you make sort of the general public like more aware of sort of the movies at the center of the show. And like I don't I don't know what exactly the way to do that is. And like like I said, I it's don't compli- think it's it's not just on the Oscars. No, it's not. The Oscars it's, has it's a Hollywood lot to do. They yeah. have a ton of work to do. But again. It's also on the distributors. It's yes. also on them trying to come up with like decent timelines for these movies to be released. And especially what we have learned in the past year, not only just with the pandemic, but you learn so much more just about accessibility in general mm-hmm. of like, wow, like, yeah, I, I learn a lot from like disabled critics on Twitter. One of my, one of my favorite ones, Kristen Lopez. And um, it's just so much of like, how little like studios and theaters and all these places are to like people with disabilities and it's one of those moments where it really does come into play of this past year we've all been inaccessible to being able to go to a movie theater and Mm -hmm. it's some it, it is just one of those moments that i know studios hate but it again is a moment where you're just kind of like streaming kind of alleviates that pain and I think streaming gets that gets that type of movie out to bigger audiences. I think a ton of people obviously watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom because Chadwick Boseman was in it, mm-hmm. and it was his last role, and it was getting a lot of you know hype. But I don't think as many people would have seen it if you know it wasn't on Netflix. If Bleecker Street put it out or yeah. like even if like Paramount put it out, you know, you think of something like Fences where it like I don't think it caught on with regular audiences until long after the Oscars till it came out on Blu-ray and it's like you know, it it leaves that sort of like exclusivity period that I hate mm-hmm. with like Oscar movies. Like, you know, what we talked about with the Call Me By Your Name stuff. So, you know, I think they have to do something with the award show, but I think a lot of studios have to do something with the movies themselves too, because I'm I'm sorry to tell you, like a Marvel movie, it, 
Black Panther was a special occasion, but I know I remember people being like, "Well, why didn't Avengers Endgame get a Best Picture nomination or like Robert Downey Jr.?" I'm like, "Why? They didn't deserve it. It's fine that they didn't." But like, I don't think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a long time before we see those types of movies standing in equal measure against something like Minari or The Father. Or it's it's gonna be next year when because when we see the the well, Army of the Dead already (laughs) is nominated. They've already announced it that like it's it's when we see the the power of Chloe Zhao just shooting in the real world. They still haven't released a trailer. Well, they kind of released a trailer for it. I didn't watch that video. I just had to remark that that was, like, the funniest thing that I saw last week is just Kevin Feige, like, talking about how, like, the third eye had opened and he had, like, seen new cinema just because Chloe Zhao, like, shot out in the real world and then it became this huge Twitter battle of, like, does Nomadland look, or does uh, the Eternals look good? And I was like, I don't know, there's, like, three shots that are yeah it's like the one of salma hayek the one of them like against like the sunset which was like the big talking point and then that one of angelina jolie because it's angelina jolie yeah but oh god i mean it's just you know it is just one of those things where everything feels so out of tune with almost every award show that it's just I, everyone wants to play the blame game of like, well, you know, it's the Oscars broadcast, or well, it's the it's the distributors not getting the movies out, and or it's this, 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 or this. It's like it's all of those things, and you all have work to do. Stop pointing yeah. the finger so you guys can actually do it. And I mean, I think that's what that's what it comes down to is it really is like they're they're the problematic organization. We're we're yeah. perfect, and it's like you're not. You're you're probably just as bad. We just haven't caught you doing it yet. But so it it th- this question kind of makes me think like something I was curious to ask you. Like, do you think they're gonna go? Do you think the Oscars are gonna go bigger and more old school next year? Like, like the show will be more old school. Like, will be like show Billy, tunes. Billy Crystal's back or something like or that. Or like Hugh, Hugh Jackman doing show tunes with. Anne Hathaway, like that right. sort of like, and, and the movies will be like very intentionally like maybe they won't be Marvel people are about to come through my window. It it maybe won't be Eternals, but you know is going to be like bigger movies like I don't know West Side Story or In the Heights or you know like big communal. Don't you invite <laughs> that energy of a West Side Story slash when okay, manuel Miranda Oscar. I'll, I'll take in the Heights. I won't take, I won't accept West Side I, Story. I haven't seen either one and like, I I don't know. I have a I've feeling seen, like... I've like, never like, seen like, In the Heights. I have seen West Side Story both live and the original movie and I think it sucks shit. So that's I, my... I know how you feel about West Side Story. I just feel like Oscar voters are just sort of like writing that in their ballot at this point. Oh yeah. Well, but, I mean, but, it, it's Spielberg. Yeah, you but can't I mean, expect like, them not to and I can't say that it... A, cinematography or even a directing Oscar would yeah. be out of the question. I just hate the movie already. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, big, bigger studio theatrical yeah. movies like that are, like, will, do, you, do you have a hunch that we're still going to kind of be, like, I don't think it'll be exactly like it was last year, because, like, I thought it was interesting. Um, yeah, I think it was Richard Lawson kind of, like, pointed out, like, so most of the Oscar nominees this past year were either on a streamer like netflix or yeah. they were like 
a Netflix movie or they had like premiered at Sundance because that gave like a big jumping off point. And that was kind of the last major yeah. film festival. And the only real movie that didn't do that was kind of Nomadland. And that's because, and Nomadland even was like the one movie that got the typical sort of like fall festival rollout. And maybe that's, part but then of the it reason. went to Hulu though. Yeah. And then it went to Hulu after like two weeks, which yeah. I was very happy about, but like, you know, I don't know, because I think, you know, you think of, like, the things that have premiered at um, Sundance. You think of something like Coda that you're hearing a lot about. Yeah. I don't know how much that's going to be, like, the big... I don't see how that's not just another Sundance movie. I mean, granted, I'm sure it's fabulous, but... They're still going to see it as that, and even though Apple's releasing it, which will be interesting, because it is the first big live-action movie that Apple has released that has gotten truly amazing reviews that they've picked up from, you know, a festival. But, yeah. you know, I think we could see something like, um, I think, unless it's just, like, really derivative, but I, I don't know how much it will be, particularly not in the performance. I think of something like Respect. You know, that's a very oh, uh-huh. straightforward Oscar movie, but it's being released by MGM or even something like, um, I mean, even like Dune might swing through and yeah. that would be the big one. Or like, um, what's that one? The one coming out of The Sopranos. Many Saints of Newark. Oh, yes. You know, I'm like a big, like a bigger, look like. yeah. a bigger studio, but maybe not the biggest movie. But again, it has that access because it'll be on hbo max or right you know and even who knows by then we might not even have to care about that anymore about where movie goes whether it's streaming or in theaters so um, yeah i i was i was thinking kind of like of i think respects like a good example of like a much more kind of like classical oscar and it's gonna make so much money because it it is like the aretha movie that is commissioned by Aretha's family and has been very publicly that for a long time because, you know, you saw that Cynthia Ariva one on National Geographic it read down boots because they did not have any permission from the family and didn't actually use any of her music because she didn't get permission. Oh, um, no. Yeah, so that's going to be that's going to be, like, one of the bigger ones. Whether or not it actually gets any nominations is beyond me. But Yeah, I mean, I have no idea like i'm so bad at predicting these things as most people are but like you know i i do have this kind of wonder in the back of my mind of because the movies this past awards season were so kind of um you know i don't i don't think it's any stretch to say like they were they were small they were sort of small in their in their scale i mean maybe you could argue something like mank or um travel to chicago 7 leaned a little bit bigger but you know yeah it's tough in the year we had to put out anything big and even something like travel to chicago 7 beginning of the year that was getting released by paramount that got picked up by that got picked up by netflix so you know a lot of these movies were like intercepted because of the last year we had by a streamer and so i wonder if 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 that means like i just have this feeling in the back of my mind that it means something like in the heights or something like west side story or or dune or 
I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of other like. Ooh, do big... you ever do you ever think that we have two Ridley Scott movies coming out this fall within a yeah. month of each other? Like yes. the Last Duel and House of Gucci. Like House of Gucci might pull some stuff. Either something like House of Gucci, like a, a mainstream movie that just has like a scale and spectacle yeah. to it, and that being something that's going to be sort of um a, more attractive to the awards bodies this, oh, this next wait. year than necessarily like these smaller movies were yeah this past year yeah i'm looking at the like release schedule i did not know that um joe wright which like granted i don't know how much weight he holds now because the woman in the window is coming out in like two days and next 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 episode buckle up everyone <laughs> yeah um but like he has a a musical version of cyrano de Bergerac coming out and then like um uh, one i also forgot about completely is nightmare alley yeah that that one will be interesting because i from what i've heard about that movie is it sounds like a very like uh like much more kind of like pulpy genre movie than um like prestige movie but who knows i mean i don't know i'm really excited for that movie um i was just thinking when you mentioned the the joe wright thing of like crazy that we're getting a lot of musicals this year like we obviously mentioned west side story and uh, and there's no golden globe <laughs> you know every full circle <laughs> every single like studio is like can you cut the music out at this point because we don't need that yeah, I mean, like, we're getting West Side Story, we're getting in the Heights. Disney's, Disney's laughing with, like, Mulan in their corner of, like, who's laughing now, bitches? There's the, speaking of Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda, there's Tick, Tick, Boom, his directorial debut with Andrew Garfield. There's going to be a Dear Evan Hansen movie that I believe Julianne Moore and Amy Adams are going to be in. Is Ben Platt going to be playing a 16-year-old while he's <laughs> yes, fully in he his is. 30s? He, Wait, is he really going to be in it? I'm pretty sure he's Oh, for really... fuck's sake. No, he's not. No, I'm I'm almost positive that Did Daddy not. get him <laughs> another job? I'm almost positive I heard that the other day. I'm going to Oh my god, he is! He's like... How old is he, actually? Oh, he's only... I was wondering. Oh, I was like, oh he's he only... His... Oh, he's only 27. I thought he was, like, almost 40. That's what I thought. I I just assume, like, you know... The I people, he was so old. I don't know, but even still, like... I don't he's know, only three, 16 year He's not even three years older than me. Okay. I don't like him. Keep going. But yeah, I I don't I don't know. It see, it seems like at least a couple musicals will probably be in contention if only because that's the kind of like big crowd pleasing. Yeah. But um but I I don't know. I mean, we're we're so far ahead at this point or or someone like an auteur like a Wes Anderson or someone that, you know, could deliver maybe not spectacle but a kind of movie that people They're not are releasing like, the oh, first dispatch this year. They're holding on to that for at least another 10 years. They're going to like keep their hands on it like it's a like a relic. Ugh. No, I just, you know, and I it, one thing we will see a lot of, too, is obviously, like, if you think about a lot of the movies that were really big at the Oscars this year, how many of them did we actually know were releasing last year at this time? You know, there's going to be yeah. so many different things that get picked up for distribution and put out from different film festivals. I mean, we have Can. You know, we still have that coming. Yeah. We still have, like... Who knows? I mean, I don't personally think that the Academy will pick up on anything Leia's Care X related, but you know, like Annette's still yeah, coming. Little, That's little another too musical. Weird, probably, yeah. but 
I'm very excited. Um, I hope. Oh God. Oh wait, I just realized they're both French. Mo- they're both French produced movies. So I'm, oh wait, no. The Paul it's Verhoeven actually, movie. I was thinking that. Yeah, I was like, I wonder if that's gonna be France's pick for the Oscars. But then uh, thinking about it, it's like maybe it won't be because Annette is technically a French movie, but it won't be in French. So I don't know if that's mm. like a thing. Regardless, moving forward, I also hope Paul Verhoeven uh, ends up at the Oscars somehow and gets to give a really weird speech. Well, that would definitely make for a more interesting show. Uh, any last thoughts kind of on either the HFPA or just sort of like us transitioning from like one award season to kind of like what we can fix for the next go around? Ooh, um, well, everyone send me your Golden Globes. I will dispose of them properly, I promise. Um, don't send them to HFPA. They will sell them, which I would never do. Um, and then, I mean, I just think, like, especially with, you know, you think of something like the Critics' Choice Awards. I think there are so many more relevant categories in something like that where they have, like, best action film or best, like, you know, sci-fi or what whatnot and i think that's so much more pertinent and so much more relevant to the average moviegoer these days as opposed Mm -hmm. to something like musical or comedy so i would like to see something like that really kind of come in and take the golden globes place because i think it is one of those the golden globes have become somewhat antiquated by hollywood standards and i think Something like the Critics' Choice Awards, which has a group of people in it, uh, a ton of people that I know and are very, very talented people who are very, like, skilled in their opinions and and all that good stuff. And they have taste. And even if I don't think that they have taste, they at least know the system or at least know they're very confident in their bad choices. Um, And... I would just so much rather see a group of more, just more talented individuals voting on something. You know, Mm. with the Academy, it's like, I know that a lot of the people in there are talented. With the Critics' Choice Awards, I personally know a ton of the people in the organization, and I know that they're talented. I don't know a thing about the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, except for the bad things I know about the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. So, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's due time we just kind of move on and you know you know don't cry because it's over smile because elizabeth uh elizabeth taylor was super drunk when she presented that golden globe to gladiator in 2000 it was so funny Uh... smile on the memories but dear god i don't think we don't need the golden globes anymore and i think it is a much better chance for a much more legitimate and respectable award show to come in something that's a little bit less contentious a little bit less uh controversial yeah i'd, I'd some- be cool down with something like you mentioned can like i the can film festival has its own set of issues um systemically but like you know i i do think there's something novel about like the the jury that puts out the awards for that festival every year and is made up of like international filmmakers and actors and it changes every year who it is and they just sort of like watch all of the you know they take it very seriously and watch everything and then just sort of like have to deliberate and like put 
and sort of give out uh, awards. And Could you of- imagine what the Can Awards would be if the same people for the past 50 years had been voting on it? That's it would, pretty it much the Golden so, Globes. Yeah. It's literally the Globes. <laughs> well, Hunter, thank you for stopping by for this emergency episode. And, um, you know, good luck getting some of those... Uh, those golden globes oh god i have i have someone at caa on the phone i'm gonna try to figure it out